Hi, it's Manuel Judici here, and welcome to episode number 23. This is the podcast Political Change Initiative. Today, I want to talk about um, uh, something that uh, follows a, a bit of a different logic from um, you know the, the podcast episodes that I've, uh, I've recorded so far, and it doesn't look at strategy, doesn't look at it doesn't look at you know project implementation and execution. It actually, looks at the ability of a change team to uh, create synergies and drive change successfully. So I've experienced directly uh, multiple projects, some 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 positive project environments, some not so positive ones. Almost so one would say toxic, right? And what do you say? What do you, what do you see when when you're working on a toxic team or a toxic environment? I don't think there's such a thing as a toxic team. Right? As an environment has been created that's conducive of um, you know, a citizen, for example. What you see is that a lot of the conversation that would normally be um, okay or would normally be shared on a um, openly in a in a healthy in a healthy team environment, they they do not take place. And the reason why now that obviously I have supported, I've, I've initially supported as a change manager, but eventually I became, um, um, I'm a qualified uh, um, coaching practitioner. So I did some leadership coaching within organizations. And, and when you look at having direct conversations, specific conversation with individuals, a lot of what has been said and shared could actually be shared to a team with an open um, and open and supportive and collaborative environment and we're not we're talking about strategic you know elements that you know that, that will break the business we're talking about simple uh, simple acts or deeds of acts of of, of mistrust uh, simple things you can see that people are kind of afraid to speak up and sometimes hoard information that will beneficial to the entirety of the team because they don't feel saved that they have the ability to or it is even possible or they will be supported into sharing the view or sharing the challenges that they believe will be faced some people are more outspoken some people aren't but a lot of the team quite a few of the team environments that in the, the toxic environments that one experiences and you can find that people are almost raising to prove each other wrong right this is one of the, the key elements that uh, emerges actually but when you are in charge in a business change projects or when you are in charge in, on a on a team we already described how this change project this delivery projects have very high stakes and there is a lot of pressure there's a lot of moving parts and this is particularly in these situations of high pressures and most crisis that you really have to have a very cohesive element of trust whereby people can rely on each other and that is when, and that is where I'm kind of introducing the concept of toxic team environments, whereby people are not don't feel safe in speaking up. They don't feel safe on, you know, calling out what they believe is is a mistake from from the part of someone else in the room on in the same team, because of fear of repercussions. And maybe it's just an unspoken fear, but it is still there. It is still fear, and you can see that a lot of team, all a lot of meetings that go about whereby there is no clear objectives. No one likes to make a decisions. One other indicator of of uh, of lack of um, trust in a team is individuals, uh, professionals, they prefer not to make any decision. So the make the decision making process is uh, slowed down or is absent altogether. So people don't like making a decision because they could be punished for that, right? or at least that is the perception again. So, um, so what did, what's, what is sort of cynicism? Like we've all observed it in teams, and and I don't believe that. Um, what I really love about Jeff Sutherland, the co-creator of, of Scrum, um, 
it talks about we don't have such a thing as um, um, and I'm, I'm verbalizing verbalizing in my own way but obviously it uses slightly different words but it's not such a thing as a toxic individual or professional this is it's it's really about it's really about the the systems that's being created that's not conducive or performance so it looks at systems that's why it's invented um, you know scrum as a as a framework as a methodology so and I agree with that um, but what I found that the within a team that is poorly performing when you see that you know people looking forward to, to, to Friday to the weekend they just do not collaborate they could have a conversation because they're sitting next to each other and sending each other's emails right now these are very clear signs that there's a very toxic team environment and these are predictors that your change projects will fail it will fail it will fail in achieving the three objectives we called out several times during this podcast series you know designing a product a fit for purpose well if there's an open communication where you when the people within your same team can have a discussion about what a good product looks like then how can you expect to design a product that fit for purpose number two delivering on time on budget if we are more if we're busier proving each other's views um, Stephen Covey talked about a think win-win right if we're busy to thinking in win-lose terms yeah I'm right you're wrong and it doesn't really matter if it's a manager or whoever it is in the change team that kind of applies a time on mindset and ways of operating. Then you're not going to deliver on time on budget. And then number three is having your business on board. The, the, the key to having your business on board is to be clear in the communication and transparent. But if the team environment is already toxic where people don't actually openly, they don't trust that you know, the persons next to them can have their back in terms of, you know, you, you did commit to, to deliverable. You maybe not doing completely 100% to the, to the quality that was expected, but, you know, I have your back. I'll help you sort it. I'll help you fix it, right? So this team's environment, it's, it's, well, it can be mind-blowing to a notice how, you know, there is a surprise when, when businesses do not deliver on time, on, on, on budget. They do not actually realize the benefits of the investment. But actually, when you start looking at the microdynamics of a, a project or a change name, that is actually where it all starts. That is where execution starts. And execution is, is absolutely fundamental because it, it should reflect what the strategy is all about. Execu- so execution and strategy. So strategy is kind of... It's one step of the way. But then be able to articulate the strategy to progress to change and deliver that successfully is a must. It's a really important must. I believe the solution to this is uh, investing in a, the capability in, in two aspects, actually. One is the ability of your change team to hold each other accountable to, hold each other accountable to specific deliverables. So an element of accountability. But secondly, the ability of um, your your team members or your leaders or your change leaders or sponsors or project manager, program managers to uh, demonstrate um, leadership skills, you know, listening, empathy, uh, connection, um, influence, um, being able to deal with conflict in a conflict situation without, you know, exposing a person, uh, exposing an individual um, um, and you know and and kind of attacking them that's that's not that's never conducive but a lot of this we call soft skills actually uh most likely if, you, if you're part of a project change team you you very likely know what it is i'm talking about this is not kind of fluffy information it is actually the ability of uh, your, your your change your, your, your ability to the organization to drive change to deliver change 
to leverage to build a change capability that will go ahead and change and, and deliver your technology your projects your upgrades your business outcomes over and over and over again why because there is uh, there is enthusiasm because people see that you're genuine um, kind of care as a leader uh, towards you know you live by those principles and values if if the values in your organization are traditional family then you'll need to showcase those values not just stated on the website now this might seem quite criti- critical but what i'm trying actually to say is to really uh, drive the message that <coughs> introduce the message that a lot of the change that we see uh, we can predict uh, we quite a lot of accuracy um, whether an initiative would succeed or fail not on the basis of what people know, so what experience have been or what they have qualified on, but on the basis of what is the current level of commitment to your project to your organization. And there is different ways, as I kind of hinted to the earlier on, that to, to kind of to improve that. And it all starts from leadership. So I'm um, in my my organization. So I'm, I'm building, um, I'm slowly developing um, a, a team whereby we're really keen on addressing three aspects. Right. One is obviously how do you introduce change. What you do is is a change management um, as a change consultant. It's a change management framework to be followed. Right. But secondly, you have to develop change skills, the ability to listen, influence, and communicate, and engage, and deal with conflict, and making sure it's not personal and making sure there is a um, people do things uh, in a way that's selfless we could talk about um, um, selflessness or servant leadership right and the third element of it is accountability system there has to be an accountability system to drive and deliver change successfully so I really want to introduce the idea that change in a project in a high performing team is an inside out process as opposed to have someone do the training to us and then we're good to go